guys, this is Neil. Before we start episode 32 of the Fancy Rum podcast, I wanted to bring up an email that we got after we had recorded this, but, you know, I didn't want to necessarily wait another week before we got to it. So this one comes in from Catherine and Lawrence. One suggestion. It seems like the podcasts are going up on YouTube later and later, evident by the date you acknowledge at the start of the show and the upload date. Think we'll get the podcast on the same day at some point? Have you considered streaming? Additionally, will you guys be continuing the letter? So for the letter, we will probably play more of that, I think. I've actually got a couple uh, episodes in reserve that I still need to finish editing. It just hasn't been a good time with my schedule being pretty busy and Scott uh, coming into town as well. As for the upload dates for the podcast, it's just kind of the nature of my job being a little busier than I'd prefer it to be uh, and not really having as much time Sunday and Monday to get it uploaded. Uh, Also, check our RSS feed or like the podcast feed using like Podcast Addict or Apple Podcasts or something similar because those always go up at least a few hours before, if not a day before the YouTube video does. We have considered streaming but it's not in the cards until we have maybe like a more permanent location for the podcast. But thanks for the email. And if you have anything to add or contribute, you can write us at podcasts at fancyramen.com. watching a tiny tiny bit of the video to help you beat the final boss yes i mean uh, about the music specifically oh it's nice actually it's got this like octopath traveler <laughs> feel to it i guess i don't know <laughs> <laughs> like if i had to to be like i am an octopath traveler and that is why we are listening to a song from the octopath traveler uh soundtrack or teaser or or something for our introduction this is the fancy robin podcast i'm neil i'm scott i'm cookie and i'm lizzie and i forgot what day it is well we don't know what day it is 17th september 17th september 2017 and for you normal fancy ramen listeners you might have noticed that we switched up the way we said the names why is that why did that happen because we're all here in one place and so I can actually see the cue to speak <laughs> and not interrupt anybody. I'll still interrupt people, but now I at least don't have the excuse of not being able to see them. Uh, yeah, so you're back in uh, greater Omaha. And or lesser Omaha, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> are, are you not akin to like West Omaha's privilege? Do you not appreciate uh, having a Krispy Kreme on every corner? And a Starbucks. There's only like one Krispy Kreme in this whole area. There's one on uh, 120th and West Center. and That's the one I was at. Uh, okay. I don't know where the other one is. I would have been just a couple minutes behind you because that was the place I was expecting to go to. If you go further west, though, there are more bougie donut shops like <laughs> Lamar's. Yeah, Lamar's. Which is really good. But also, I remember when I was living in Omaha, I never saw them on a Sunday morning without having a line. It was going to be 30 minutes or so. Yeah. Oh, geez. Just horrible. Like, wrapping around their building, out into the parking lot. They actually used to have, and I don't know if they still do, but like a Curves or whatever, the Women's Workout Center right next to it. 
And my favorite moment was driving by and seeing someone had hung a glazed donut on the branches of the trees. Oh, <laughs> oh <laughs> man. And I just thought, this donut tree has got to be a representation of someone's willpower winning out, but only after they've purchased the donut. <laughs> <laughs> and who knows how many donuts came before it. It's, it's truly one of my most cherished memories of Omaha. <laughs> <laughs> they could have picked up a dozen and only one ended up on the And this is my self-control. That's, pro- <laughs> that's progress, though, because it could have been 12, but it was only 11. <laughs> Here's my digni- dignity. <laughs> <laughs> there goes pride. <laughs> <laughs> my self-respect. <laughs> Thank you for bringing donuts and coffee, though. Uh, I definitely needed the coffee this morning. No problem. I wanted to. I wanted to give back to the podcast that's given so much to me, so much time in um, wasting figuring out all the logistics of why sound isn't working. And actually, it's just my computer. <laughs> and actually, I just didn't change the settings in Discord. Uh, Discord. I don't know why they keep switching on their own, but. It, it has something to do with like the USB prop or interfaces, like handshake to the computer. Because if uh, you know, uh, uh, this is probably not entertaining. To Nerd. I bet people love hearing about all the different ways that you can do troubleshooting in Discord. Did you try turning it on and off again? <laughs> yeah, sometimes it works. Other times it does nothing. And those times when it does nothing are the ones when I tell you, "Okay, I've done all I can." <laughs> <laughs> So you're downtown for family? Uh, yeah, I'm actually uh, about to leave right after this podcast. Not that this will be so bad it will run me out of town, but <laughs> it's, it's on my way out. So I just got done with my sister's wedding yesterday, and I was in town for a super long stay of about 72 hours. So a little over that, I think. So just enough to justify the drive. No, no. <laughs> Not enough. Ever. Not enough to justify the drive. The drive has almost taken up as much time as I've actually been present here in Omaha. That's sad. But, you know, it the drive justifies itself in cost comparison to getting a plane ticket out here. So I get it. Well, within two thirds of that time, I'll have made a short film, I guess. Really? Uh, yeah. Uh like why I'm so fucking haggard and why you saw a weird picture in our Slack chat yesterday of me looking beaten up um, is because uh, I've, uh, I entered a uh, 48 hour film fest or film composition mm-hmm. uh, with a couple coworkers and uh, it's just, a, it's just three of us. So not only are we all doing production, but we're also all acting in it. Mm-hmm. Luckily I have like the smallest role of the three. Uh, but basically I, um, needed to look super beaten up and I was quote unquote tied to a chair, uh, with my head covered in like, uh, a black, you know, black bag. Mm. Are you, uh, is it like a sweeted film fest or is it an original, uh, like short film that you're doing? It's, uh, wait, sweeted film fest? Have you ever heard of a sweeted film fest? Uh-uh. Um, I did one of these with my roommate and some other friends for a competition that was being held at the studio that he works at. And it's essentially a zero budget like movie trailer that you make 
that's three minutes or less and you just have like a short period of time to do it like a week or two and so like we did fight club and yeah and we tried to get all the all the like most iconic scenes into the trailer that we make they're really cool so like the people who did Jaws had to do it with a swimming pool and a bunch of like small figurines and stuff. <laughs> and for like Fight Club, for instance, when we did the uh, airplane scene, when he, when Tyler Durden first meets Brad Pitt, Tyler Durden, uh, I hope I'm not spoiling Fight Club for anybody. I was about to say, damn. I don't understand what you're talking about, so it's okay. That's good. No. It's, a, it's a great read too if uh, you don't want to watch the movie. It's a good book. But... Um, for that, we had to film it in a car and like try to not show concrete <laughs> or or the parking lot from our viewing angles. It was really fun. There was a lot of cool stuff. I was uh, at one point in time. I think it's Jared Leto who plays the uh, blonde guy at one point in time. Maybe I'm totally off, but anyway, the blonde guy that uh, Edward Norton just beats the shit out of in that like later part of the movie. We used molding clay to like give me a half deformed face, and then I got covered with a chocolate syrup, fake blood. And <sighs> it was it was a lot of fun to film. But I was wondering if it was something more like that, or if you guys are doing a more professional, or you're trying to do a more professional original yeah, film. I, I don't know if you could call it professional, given the scope of the project, the staff, and so forth. But, right. Uh, but and is the goal to have it like yeah, the Sweden Film Fest is film. always fun or funny, and so there, there's like a sense of it being uh, like a mockery of it. not of its. I guess that's like a bad way to put it, but you know it, you're supposed to poke fun at it. So if you see the seams, it's you know it just adds to the flavor and yeah. Uh, th- this is meant to be like more serious. The only thing that makes it different from like. I think what you could consider to be like a completely individually controlled project is that they issued out uh, genres and a prop or like a prop idea that you have to follow as well as a uh, a line. Okay. So you have to use those three things. And we had, I, 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 like, I wasn't there for the initial announcement of this, so I just kind of got, you know, jumped in on it the next day. It's a thriller. The prop is a calculator, and um, the line is something like, it's never been more clear. <laughs> nice. That is could you switch good. out the calculator for an abacus, since that's just a oh, old-school calculator? Fuck, that would have been so much better. Yeah. Well, it's a shame that you know we're telling you this at the 47th <laughs> hour of the 48-hour film fest. If only. That would mean it'd probably be done, but uh, I, come out of, I, I come out here to West Omaha sort of on a recess uh like i stopped editing around three o'clock i'm doing the sound for it uh not not the video but we st- i stopped editing at 3 a.m and then i woke up at 7 20 or 7 30 that's why you needed the large coffee gotcha and yeah now i'm here and as soon as we get wrapped up you know a bit before 10 uh i'm gonna go home finish editing they're gonna finish shooting the last scenes we need and hopefully we'll have it done before 8 p.m. Best of luck. I can dig it. Going crazy. <laughs> what well, have you two been up to? We, Lizzie and Cookie. We just got back from Kansas City. Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> I feel as if I have to make that distinction now because that was yeah. my first time in Kansas City, Kansas. 
We want to go see a show. Is it that different from each other? Yes. Yeah. There's Kansas City, Missouri, and Kansas City, Kansas. Well, yes. <laughs> but like, like yes. How how drastically different is it? Is it? It seems like like West Omaha versus like Omaha, at least from the parts of Kansas City, Missouri, and Kansas City, Kansas I've been in. Kansas City, Kansas was a lot more spread out. We went to a college town that had an Urban Outfitters inside of it. That's but that wasn't Kansas City, technically. No, that was Lawrence, Kansas. There was a Jack in the Box on pretty much every other corner in Kansas City, Kansas. I didn't know there were Jack in the Boxes in Kansas City, Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we knew they were in Kansas City. This is honestly... Are the they? most times Kansas City's ever been said in any sort of recording <laughs> or media release. Kansas City, if you'd like to sponsor our podcast, you can send your inquiries to podcast.com. Any other cities that would like us to uh, give them a, a good reference or thumbs up, please feel free. <laughs> Pay for our fare. We'll go out there and just talk, like hype your city up. That means you, Shelby, Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, besides that, kind of just been playing a bit more Destiny and stuff. Yeah, I've been enjoying it, actually. I couldn't really get into the first one, but I really like Destiny 2. We'll see how well we continue to play it out now that I'm at the grindy section. Right. Well, he beat it. I'm not very far. So we've been kind of busy. Are you enjoying the uh, single-player campaign? That's what we've been doing together. Uh, Yeah, I think so, so far. I guess it's not single player, but like campaign right, story mode yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Which in this case, it serves a lot more of like a tutorial than it did in the first game, right? Like the first like two seconds of it. Yeah. Yeah. Besides that, it's just the story. With a bunch of uh, maverick minded robots. I, do you call them robots? Is that what they are? What do they call them again? Hunters, guardians, dregs. Dregs. No, he's talking about the actual guardian of uh, the race, the Exos. Oh. Exos, okay. Yeah, that, that are very I should like, know this, seeing as my main hunter is an Exo. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't know yourself sometimes. Sometimes I don't. But yeah, it's pretty fun. Are, are you saying you're, you're playing more of that than Call of Duty? Well, yeah, Call, no Call of Duty, Duty isn't out yet. Oh, okay, that's right. You're playing <laughs> we just before. did the beta, yeah. Just goes to show you how informed I am. <laughs> Welcome but, to the video game podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's got their strong suits. And none of them are Call of Duty right now. Cookie, have you played the PvP in Destiny? Oh, yeah. Oh, how is it? It's very balanced. Is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Ooh, that's good to so, hear. Like, what if I were to play it and I'm a lower level? I think you're on point now because when I was playing it originally, I was playing it as a level two character. And I was still pretty much top of the leaderboards because of practice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nice. Because of skill, but I, I, not I think that part of, a gamer. of it is that, and maybe this isn't for every game mode, PvP game mode, but I think something happens to even out your light levels in some way, or at least within a reasonable scope. But that doesn't really matter when they've got the guns. Yeah, good the guns. guns. Yeah, it's all about the loot that you've got. Like those bright colored engrams or whatever the fuck. Mm -hmm. All the bright engrams. When Cookie said he was on the grind, he meant he was sharpening the blades of his gun. <laughs> <laughs> 
These aren't meant for shooting, they're for stabbing. <laughs> Speaking of sharpening. I said stab her gently. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what is that from? Yes. Like, I've heard that recently. We, need we, were a watching, reference. we were watching Preacher last night, and so as you, I don't know specific if we should give and away. unspecific as you can go, there's a race of beings in that show that have this ability to kind of resurrect, but their body stays where it's at. So they were trying to capture one of them. And every time you killed the lady, you she came back and she was trying to kill them. So it's pretty much just a small room that's filling up with bodies. <laughs> and you just and you're like outside the room looking through a shotgun peephole. And it's like you're just looking at flashes of blue light, people like struggling. And all of a sudden, one of the lines that got said was just like, I said to stab her gently. <laughs> because apparently they tried to, they're just trying to incapacitate her so right. that way she doesn't resurrect uh, and capture her. Otherwise, she's going to kill them. Kind of. Because <laughs> they can't be killed either. So it's a, it was a weird thing. Okay, I, I just have to ask, uh, no spoilers. I mean, as in, I don't think anyone that hasn't seen or read the preacher. preacher will know, or preacher, right? Know the, will know what I'm talking about. But have you guys gotten, or ha- has the series gotten to the go fuck yourself part yet? No. Not we're yet. We're only on season episode four? Okay. No, we're f- like five. You know what six, I'm talking about, Scott? I don't six. know what you're talking about at all. Or maybe seven. But, yeah. We kind of have been so, watching it. I last mean, night. okay. Preacher was a was a visual novel, right? Visual novel? No, 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 no. A graphic novel. Jesus, yeah. I'm mixing up my fucking nerd terms. It's a manga. <laughs> <laughs> it's an American manga. It's a manga. It's oh, a manga. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> fucking okay. Uh, <laughs> and uh, it follows. I mean, like, I'm making it as simple as fucking possible with a summary, but it follows a preacher that has the word of God, and he can make anyone do anything as long as, you know, they listen to him. And, like, I, I can't remember. <laughs> the, the isn't, that, isn't that just anybody who's <laughs> who's got a little bit of charisma? <laughs> I mean, he's basically Donald Trump. <laughs> oh, no. God. Does um, he build the wall? That would be an interesting place. I wonder if the TV show will take us there. Okay. Because I was going to say, if he builds the wall... Then you can't compare him to Donald Trump because he's better. Yeah. He's better. <laughs> oh God! Maybe that becomes the the new conclusion, the new uh, final conquest he has to partake. I was about um, to say they're like on season four or five right now. Really, of Preacher? Yeah. Are what they? The fuck? Yeah. Oh wow, we have a yeah, lot. Yeah, new too. season just started. Our came out. Ours done. I, so did it just come on Hulu then? No. It's you been guys on have there. Been in the dark this whole. Oh time. God! It's been on my like to watch list, but Hulu's watch this later list is sh- super shittily set up. Oh well, they just ha- got Hot a takes. new uh, interface. Yeah, yeah. But it looks kind of nice. They implemented the uh, Xbox Blades interface, <laughs> and uh, it's working out much better. <laughs> um, speaking of things with charisma, I played a little one v one. Um, that Gearbox game, the Gearbox game, but. The Gearbox game and charisma is your transition point, but it doesn't have charisma, right? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, is this an RPG? I don't know anything about it. No, oh, it's a first-person shooter that's a one-versus-one arena shooter. Except instead of bullets, you're shooting out... Uh, Quippy one-liners. Yeah, are like arguments, oh, dude, points, be, and stuff. That would be oh, amazing. That's you have that game, The yeah. insult game. There's <laughs> a game like that, actually. Yes. I totally wish there was a, a Phoenix Wright-style debate game 
Where you just have I object lines and you keep trading lines until someone someone gets the better you, point. Like if you actually have a counter argument, it's illustrated by your character dodging the flying text. Yes, that would be great. I would enjoy this game. Please make this game in said gearbox. No offense to 1v1. I think the the beta that I'm in was just like more of a technical thing, but you're kind of just r- running around one versus one with rocket launchers and there are other things that you can have. So what's a real tournament? That are inferior yeah. to rocket launchers. Pretty much. Can you rocket boost yourself? Yes. Okay, I mean... It sounds good so far, <laughs> but it's just a it's just a one v one shooter that is kind of forgettable. That's got really really tight corridors for the levels I was playing, but no map. So and they're a little bit too big. You mean so it's like a sprawling hallway ish maze thing going? On. Yeah, so it's really hard to find the person that you're fighting against. And then it, it literally becomes a question of like, oh, do you did you not completely screw up your shot because you have an exploding rocket that you're shooting? I'm assuming it's like one hit kill if you have a good enough. No. No. Okay. Interesting. It's about two hits. It sounded uh, more like it was hide and seek with rocket launchers just yeah. because the corridors. Except the problem is, is both people are hiding and seeking at the same time. <laughs> so it turned out to be advantageous for me and like the guy that I was playing with to... After the first couple of like kill exchanges, we would both just kill one another, go back to our original spawn points, and then come back at each other. So that way we could find each other a lot sooner because the way it worked is as soon as you killed one guy, you're still where you were standing and he spawns somewhere else. Unless you're not near his original spawn point, then he'll probably spawn his original spawn point. But then again, he killed me while I was near my spawn point. I spawned. And it took us another two minutes to find each other. So where did he go? I don't know. But then he ended up pulling out a shotgun. And I was like, ooh, he was using a weird weapon. How do you do that? And I scrolled and I was like, yes, I got a shotgun. So then we were fighting each other with shotguns and it took forever. Well, was Were you playing with a friend? No. <laughs> oh, so that's great. Like you and this other person had come up with these unwritten rules at some point to actually make the game work better. Yes, to make oh, it yeah. more convenient. Because it was... It was about 10 minutes into the game when we decided, and it was the score was like five to three, 10 minutes into the game, when we were like, okay, it takes way too long for us to find each other because the fights would just last about two seconds because yeah. three or four rocket shots later, someone was dead. So I was just like, okay, just it, it turns out to be a lot easier if we just go back to our spawn point. So let's just. So I started going back to my spawn point. And he noticed, I guess, because. The first time I went back to my spawn point, it took a little bit less time for us to find each other. The third time I went back to my spawn point because I killed him again, it took us even less time. Then he killed me. And then it was like the same amount of time for us to find each other. And we were finding each other in the same exact spot. So we were actively like, okay, we know we're going to meet here now. (laughs) Let's do this. And the rest of the game went by so much faster it's like a gentleman's agreement to just wait in the middle (laughs) you were pretty much having a duel where instead of you taking like 10 paces away from each other and turning you're just walking in and waiting for the other person to show up then he'd show up you wave and then you shoot a rocket at him we both be like okay let's do this we know where we're at ceremonial first rocket shot so like when you preface the game you talked about just rockets where the shotguns Super Not, shitty, yes. Okay. Like, Did, even from, like, point-blank range, super shitty. Oh, wow. Like, 
it makes it even better that you both defaulted to the shotgun then because of you know like this is getting boring let's switch it no 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 it was more along the lines of oh he had a shotgun that's a different weapon than the one we've been using for the past 10 minutes let me switch back to that as well and then we were both shotgunning at each other and then about like two minutes into that to that fight it was like okay i rocketed him and he was like so then he switched back to the rocket launcher so, I was like, so you actually compromised the agreement there yes because that was taking way too long <laughs> If two people are fighting each other with shotguns and actually getting constant hits and it's taking more than three or four shots when you've got another weapon that does burst damage, I mean, that does like a radius radio blast damage as well, that takes two hits, even on a miss. Yeah. I'd much rather just go with that. So, yeah, I mean, you just don't have the dueling spirit. It's fine. I don't. <laughs> Your heart was not in the cards. Not in that game. My heart is definitely in the cards still when it comes to absolving fools. But that's about it. Have you become a master yet? No, because I've been switching between the PC and the other one. But mm. I don't think I'll be playing on the PC anymore. Because I still can't get the Xbox controller to work. Oh. That Wait, game why? does not that work. That sucks. That game does not work well on a mouse and keyboard. Well, that's... It's is really weird. I wonder why that is. Because you're playing it with an Xbox controller, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm I don't know why. With one like, plugged in. Maybe you just have to, you know, buy the $200 Xbox controller. Don't do it. <laughs> do not do not do it. Not the normal one. I'm fine with that. Yeah. You really, you really don't like the, uh, the... I mean, you you don't recommend buying the Elite controller now? I do not. So I did a lot of research after the fact when I got the Elite controller, when I started to encounter my first problem. It's durable, the grip is nice, it's a little bit heavier duty, and the uh, paddles that you can uh, map different buttons to are really wonderful. I like all of those things. I'm pretty sure, um, and correct me if I'm wrong, but scuff controllers do the same thing. The exact same thing. Yeah, exactly. And some can be cheaper than the Xbox Elite. Where Xbox or where Microsoft has decided that they were going to skimp on quality is in their analog sticks. And apparently they use a plastic part that warps pretty easily. And so now my analog stick, when I play a game like Absolver, it's no big deal because there's a certain amount of input I need to put into the game before I have any sort of movement in a direction. But if I play something like Hollow Knight, where it's like the sensitivity or the dead zone for the controller is set at like zero then my controller glances back to the right on the left analog stick. So if I'm playing a game where I need absolute precision, otherwise I'll die, it doesn't work out so well. And I can't, with the Xbox Accessories app, adjust the dead zone around the analog sticks, which is really dumb. You think they would have that option, and I could have sworn that they did have that option when I first used it. They updated the Xbox Accessories app since I've had the controller. I don't know if they just took it out or if my memory's faulty or what, but they don't have the option there. And a game like, say, Hollow Knight doesn't necessarily have the option in the game either. So if they at least had the dead zone adjustment option, like I'd be a little less uh, likely to say don't buy the Elite controller. But right now, there's just like... There's some issues that make that controller ineffective for some games that I want to hmm. play. Interesting. I didn't realize 
uh sorry sorry to derail you from no you're fine like yeah i was just very curious absolver though still playing it still fun still still not a master still don't have still don't have my own school yet once you guys are like whoever gets master first i'll i'll get that version of it and then you can just give me all of your techs techs (laughs) techniques moves that's fine okay looks like it's a it's an arms race get it yeah, I was about to say. Get speaking it. of arms, I haven't played that in a while. Ooh, I, I'm, I was going to buy arms until Splatoon. Lizzie said buy Splatoon. Splatoon. I know. <laughs> it seems like a lot more people are playing Splatoon yeah, than arms. It's yeah, fun. arms is more my type of like multiplayer game, but I don't have friends with Nintendo Switches who play ARMS and I do have friends with Nintendo Switches who play Splatoon too. I would play yes. Splatoon. I would play ARMS with you. And I, I really like the, uh, I don't know, I just think Splatoon seems to have a lot of really good character to it. Like I feel like it's just a fun game and kind of uh, community to be involved with. So yeah. I'm going to try it out and it's going to be really fun. And I'm also wondering if I, if I do a custom paint job for my Nintendo Switch. I was I was thinking about doing that for my controllers since I was unable to get the awesome, super cool green and pink controllers and had to settle for the also neat carbon kind of black or gray color. You're thinking outside the box, coloring the Switch body, but not the controllers, not the Joy-Cons. <laughs> oh, man. No, 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 no. no. I, I probably would color the Joy-Cons. I got to figure uh, out a way to do it that does not interfere with the hardware, which is tricky. <laughs> but I have done like custom paint jobs on laptops before, so Ooh, I can you maybe You should teach me how to do that because I've got all the hardware to actually take apart the Switch. With... No. <laughs> with uh, at least the laptops I've used... It's mostly just um, like using fine sandpaper to get a little bit of a grit if it's really smooth, and then like spray paint is a is a good way to go. What you kind of take paint apart. are you using? Just regular spray paint? Yeah, just just, some... just standard stuff. Never had any issues with it. You know the type of spray paint that then like blocks out your Wi-Fi signal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I make sure to use lead based spray oh, paint, God. and I also make sure to breathe deeply when I do it too. <laughs> Really, it's just not nearly as fun for whatever reason. This, this is only the... after you've painted yourself to look like the Tin Man. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I get the silver stuff and like chrome across my face, and you'll witness me as I do oh, my wow. art. That's <laughs> why I got the TJ. shaved head, and you can't see the tumors because I'm wearing a long sleeve shirt. But there, there. <laughs> I just haven't put in the smiley faces yet. <sighs> Our friend would have a heart attack just even talking about messing up the switch. Literally a heart attack. You mean the one it, that has like, the unopened the, NES yeah. Classic? Yes, the one that has the unopened NES Classic. Our our guy who's going to uh, keep keep all of these as relics for the future generations. <laughs> the body is a sanctuary. <laughs> the body. I mean, your body is is a sanctuary. Is that what it is? A temple? No, a temple. Yes. Body, yeah. Your body is a temple. Um, and the switch is more or less what God was talking about. Yeah, Octopath Traveler. Though my body is ready. Like Reggie, this whole time was just <laughs> referencing <laughs> the switch. Okay. Yeah, Octopath Traveler. Like this was a game that we were all. I th- or at least I think all of us are interested. Yeah, and we're interested at E3, right? This is yes. the three or two D thing. Two D beautiful thing. like 
2D HD graphics is what they're calling it. 2D HD. Oh yeah, is what that they've game. like, w- which in other words just means that their their 2D resolution, like their pixel size, changes based on whether you're a sprite or something else. Yeah, yes. if you're a sprite, it's not so great, but if you're in the background, it's gorgeous. Oh, and then they also <laughs> implement like uh, graphics or uh, special effects that wouldn't have the been lighting possible. effects. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, the yeah. The lighting yeah. effects are beautiful on this game. Um, is it out? No, it's just oh. the demo working title. Oh, okay. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't even have a name yet. It's oh, still just yeah. Project Octopath Traveler. Oh wow! Um, so the demo's out for Switch. Been playing a little bit of it, not as much as I want to. Does it look nice? Oh my god, it's so beautiful. Huh? The sound design's kind of nice. I like the background. I'm going through the story of the dancer right now. Oh, it's multiple characters. It's eight. Characters. It's eight characters. Octopath uh, Traveler. <laughs> Holy crap! Like I, I, I'm Neil, and I'm so excited about this game. I don't I know any know rudimentary in- information. <laughs> so, so it's kind of like a spiritual successor to the Saga series, then. Sure. Yeah. Why not? Who's played those? <laughs> I guess. Neil. Yeah. I, uh, um, and as Scott pointed out the other day when I was talking with him about it and kind of showed him a little bit of it, he's like. Oh, this looks like crap. What was the game of that game? Super beautiful Golden Sun. Golden Sun. Golden Sun, man. Golden Sun. And Golden Sun also has, I mean, it follows at least for the three Golden Sun games that exist, characters that are semi related to one another, but like they're diverse paths as well. Mm-hmm. And the sprite, the sprite art looks very close to the first two Golden Suns. Wait, Golden Sun also had multiple characters playable characters golden sun the first game you play as isaac and his crew and golden sun in the second game you play as i believe a guy named felix and his crew and then golden sun was it felix golden sun 2 was my jam golden sun 2 is the one that i never got to play um Mm. more than just like a little little touch of but it was probably my best friend's favorite game for nearly a decade like that game we played Fire Emblem and we had a cartridge that had like over 200 hours of Fire Emblem played on it. And I think that was still paled in comparison to his Golden Sun time. But anyway, the last Golden Sun is Isaac's son, I believe. Oh, okay. And so, so not- like it follows characters that all are familiar with one another, but what they're doing on their journey like crosses paths maybe a couple of times at most. But for the most part, it's like following narratives in this world that are related but not necessarily interacting with each other too frequently. So I think Octopath Traveler is probably going to try to do something that's related. And Yeah, you can't imagine that it's going to be eight storylines completely unrelated. Sorry, I'm swinging a screwdriver around. (laughs) (laughs) It's on the table and I'm fidgeting a little bit and... Lizzie was trying to screw yes. a screw into a felt blanket <laughs> earlier. So, I also like I'm, playing. I feel with, like I'm not I, crazy. <laughs> I like playing with things. I don't know. I'm, yeah. I'm a fiddler, I guess. So if Octopath Traveler does not have them converge at certain points, like there's two ways that they can really do it, I think. One of them is there's a culminating ending to the storyline, which is cool and could be interesting, or what I think would be even better is every character kind of runs into the path of the other characters at completely different time points along their own personal journeys. Well, that would be the coolest way to see it and the most complicated to write, but I so can see it so far. is the battle system like a side view yeah. turn-based? 
Yeah. Like classic uh, RPG, classic mm-hmm. JRPG style. I mean, my... With pretty lighting effects. My uh, prediction is that it will probably follow the Saga Frontier and Saga of uh, Romancing Saga style where it'd be a waste to have eight separate characters that never get to use the, each other in their parties. So in Romancing Saga, they probably had, I'm, I'm totally ballparking, but like 20 to 30 separate playable characters Good or fuck. party characters, but you only had six or to eight. No, I think it's eight main characters to choose from. But a lot of the different characters could recruit several of the main characters through that process. But there were also a few that, because of story or because of whatever, would never be recruitable. So you could only play or have them in your party if you played as them. That's kind of just what I'd expect. I'm excited to play it. Download the demo. It's out. I think Lizzie's <laughs> only been playing Destiny at this point. Right? Yeah, pretty much. And oh. Splatoon. Lizzie likes those puzzle games. Yep, she loves them puzzle games. <laughs> Last episode, we were talking about uh, what Stacy liked. Sierra. Oh my god. <laughs> wow. Hey, so, so I'm curious. Uh, ha- have you been bothered by the whole Salmon Run uh, like weird availability when it comes to uh, Splatoon 2? We've only done it once. Really? And main reason is because we only had no internet once yeah so i haven't really played mm. that too much just multiplayer really but the one time we did do it it just happened to be available to play so it was convenient well so it's always available on lan like oh, if you're sweet if you're playing locally uh but as soon as you go to the internet it's only available during special windows oh well then i won't bring up that aspect of the story Wait, have you been playing any video games? You're doing a film festival. Have you been playing any video games, Scott? <laughs> oh, I have. Yeah, shit. <laughs> you, you got your Switch and... Uh, I drove to Nebraska just to pick up my Switch. <laughs> Thank goodness my sister's wedding was at the same time. <laughs> killed Otherwise you killed two it. birds with one stone there. There you go. I'm sorry. Fed two birds with one seed. Ooh. I want to have a positive like, spin on this. Sounds like something's going to starve to death. <laughs> sounds like both <laughs> birds are going to starve. <laughs> I mean, so you effectively kill them either. Kill way. two birds with one seed. Save a stone. <laughs> <laughs> save that for a larger animal. Like a rabbit. Mm. And then you, after you knock that rabbit out, you can choose whether or not to release it. <laughs> or, or snap its neck as it looks, looks at you pleadingly. <laughs> oh, Cookie's played the long dark. <laughs> I just love that they give the option to release. They're like, do you want to release this rabbit that I've is been, like vital food for you? And it I've looks been, at you pleadingly. And I've you're been like, hunting this rabbit down for about 20 minutes. Just throwing rocks at it. Why would I let it go? <laughs> but I let it go once just to see like, what's this about? And you just let the rabbit go. <laughs> I'm like, this is, why? <laughs> if I went through all the trouble of already giving, you know, like giving the rabbit CTE, I might as well go ahead and eat him. He's not going to have a happy life. <laughs> he's not going to be able to play in the NFL anymore. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You can, he's easier to track now because you can see the limp that he's got from his like nervous system, not communicating with the back leg as well. You could just be play- <laughs> playing with your food at that point. What, what's, what's the, right. I just find one rabbit and throw rocks at it and then release it. <laughs> so, so if you release the rabbit, 
does the rabbit like go off in a little cut scene and disappear or can no, you just, chase you can, down you can the just hit the rabbit again <laughs> it's quite literally just a rabbit darting away from you you could, you could play abuse the rabbit if you want Aww. to but that sounds pretty bad and like a waste of time you're trying to survive the yeah you're gonna starve to death but at least you'll have fun traumatize some poor animal <sighs> Yeah, I've been playing Breath of the Wild on my Nintendo Switch. It's only been maybe two hours of gameplay or so, because I'm just getting off of the Great Plateau. Um, it took me more than two hours to get off of the Great Plateau. And yet you didn't find the thing that Lizzie found. <laughs> That's because you're not shield surfing. That's where it's at, man. You can even do it on dirt and grass if there's a good enough slope, which I found out and have been destroying shields right and left. <laughs> also... When your shield breaks on those harder surfaces, like the snow, you get thrown forward and you lose a bunch of hearts. Not oh. a bunch of hearts, but you lose more than a heart, I think. Oh, wow. Or maybe so that's just, just like I'm getting thrown onto rocks or something. And Link's, <laughs> Link's like, he's skinning his elbows and he's just like, ah, ooh, it stings. <laughs> Don't have hydrogen per uh, peroxide with me. Oh, no, <laughs> like, no, no isopropyl alcohol nearby. <laughs> Can't disinfect. Um... Cookie was 100% right when he said that the Nintendo Switch is, is cool and Breath of the Wild is cool. But really, the fact that it's portable is the most amazing thing ever. Yeah. Like, that portability, being able to play what I consider, like, a next-gen console game anywhere I want, in the car, on the plane, at my sister's wedding for a very short period of time... <laughs> Amazing. Really, really great. So much fun. And also just the Switch controllers, like being able to detach them or hold the Switch right. with it. Like that's the only two configurations I've used. I haven't even used a little controller dock or anything. Oh, I've got to give it's you amazing. my um, I gotta give you my stand. Okay. Standl. Wait, which which stand power are you going to get? Sky. Oh, the stand power that allows him to hold have the switch being held at a 45 degree angle rather than a 92 degree angle when he's <laughs> oh you made more of those uh just one more set i could make another set for myself Dude, this... they, yeah they, they've been very very useful so because yeah you've got the other set yeah, yeah they're awesome I, I again thank you very much for those because... no problem these ones don't allow the charge though because yours has like enough space and lift for charge these ones don't have enough space so i'm sorry i didn't plan ahead scott that's all right dude are we ready for the hot pot then after that after a quick break and now that we're back let's open up that hot pot again which is now boiling over <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what, what is these? Yeah. You remember the guy uh, in... Oh, no, you didn't watch part three. Fuck. I, I only read it. Kekulin, uh when he has his doppelganger, quote-unquote doppelganger, and he has the uh, cherries in his mouth. The fuck are you talking about? <laughs> so the, there's really, a, a really dumb anime. There, there's a character <laughs> okay. in for, for one part that uh, has, like... <laughs> That's like a super serious dude, and he's replaced with a doppelganger in one scene. And uh, amongst all these other weird things, his doppelganger has like cherries on his lip, or lip, excuse me, on his tongue. And he's like juggling the cherries on his tongue, not like in the way that they're I like. I think I've seen a game of this. It's <laughs> it, yeah, it's. 
I can't remember the sound effect he makes, but it's gross. It's so. Oh God, yeah. Jojo, Jojo actually might have that creepy tongue thing happen more than once. As well, because I think I've seen creepy tongue things in Jojo like gifts. They happen at least two to three times, yeah, probably. Oh man, that, that's the best one though for me. Just another reason why Part Three is the the best. Okay, uh, first first links first. If we don't talk about it, someone's going to email us. NES Classic is coming back in 2018, and they're going to continue production of the SNES SNES Classic. How do we feel about this? Yeah, and, and this this partly came up just after Reggie from uh, Nintendo America had tweeted out, like, don't fucking spend more than retail on these systems, please. Yeah, and don't complain about it afterward if you do. My comment, finally, like, God, people want it, produce it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, goes goes to show that Is it Nintendo- too little too late? No, I mean it sucks. Well, it would have been the... way better if it happened sooner. Right. But the fact that they're doing it at all is, I I think at least a little like Nintendo stepping in the right direction. Right. When I like... said that a party needed to do like some sort of good faith action, this is kind of what I was talking about. I I'm still like I find it very unexpected. I'm surprised by it. Right. So, so the cynic in me is saying, "Oh yeah, we're releasing we're releasing the NES Classic in 2018. And Still we're doing five more at a time. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's not like we're gonna just be able to go to our Toys R Uses because I'm guessing that's the only place you're gonna find these things. Mm-hmm. Is and that's just because no one goes to Toys R Us. Like listeners, really don't listen to our advice at getting one. <laughs> or at least don't listen to Cookie's advice because he's <laughs> he's the one without one. Yeah." Exactly, because I guess he lived in the wrong time zone and <laughs> went to bed on time. <laughs> exactly. But yeah. I really wanted the SNES, though. I know you do, and I'm going to try you and get chance. you one eventually, maybe, at some point. At probably. some reason, I, I think... wanted you to say, I know you do schnookums. <laughs> <laughs> I call it schnookums sometimes. Yeah, you do. I feel like that's why I <laughs> wanted that to happen. Uh, but I definitely... When they come out with the 64 one, I think that's one I'm going to even that's go. That's one I'm going to get hyped. Are we yeah. committing that that's definitely going to be a thing? It certainly seems like... I don't see why that wouldn't be a thing. They Hopefully. would make so much money off of it, wouldn't they? And they'd they'll make only the same exact amount of money. They'd make, yeah. <laughs> they'd make the same exact amount of money that we make off of the uh, NES Classic and the SNES Classic. Just as many as they can produce. So when Not they bad. make an original Wii Classic, did it... It just has one game, and that's Wii Sports. I mean, I I feel like they would much console for that. They, they would make much a killing, sooner, yeah. Like before that happens, they need to find a reliable way to emulate that for their digital storefront. Yeah, and what better system to do that on than the Switch? What so better like, system to do any of the stuff on that they're doing? Yeah, the Switch can the do Switch. everything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next on the list that doesn't exist. Uh, Junkrat and Anna are coming to Heroes of the Storm, guys. You excited for this? You still playing Heroes of the Storm? Uh, guys? What? Guys? I, ne- I never got uh-huh. D.Va or Genji for Heroes of the Storm. I played some character. The only time I played Heroes of the Storm was for like a week with some friends, but I played quite a bit. Just to curb stomp noobs? Yes, because people who play <laughs> Heroes of the Storm are not as good as people who play League. You, wow, you're evaluating. I'm the floodgates. <laughs> Emails you're, you're are going to come evaluating in. their humanity right there. <laughs> well, yeah, being good at a game doesn't make you any more human. Some, <laughs> some of the people I played unless, on League, I, unless it, you're talking about Dark Souls, in which you have more humanity. 
That's the true. Get. Um, but yeah, at least at that point in time, um, when I had played it, there was a hero from I don't know, maybe one of uh, Blizzard's Diablo games. But all I know is yes. that one of her abilities was at the max range of this skill shot. If it hit. It did a ton of damage, and I was like, "Oh, this is really easy. I just have to keep people like right around this max range area when I shoot the skill shot, so and they're doomed." So it's basically Nidalee. Yeah, yeah. Except, except her spears hurt at all lengths, right? The same, or is it travel time that affects it? I thought it was length as well. So yeah, if it's if it's distance, distance affects yeah. how much damage it does. Then exactly, I'm playing Nidalee in that, and I remember like. Besides the fact that I didn't know how to play the game, like objective-wise or anything, I started it without having a clue what to do and ended it really still not knowing what I was doing. But I had a great KDA, so <laughs> and that's all that matters in those games. Exactly. Fuck teamwork. <laughs> in the game where teamwork is most important in a MOBA, are you excited about the two additions to Heroes of the Storm? I am not. Have you played Heroes of the Storm? I have, probably about as much as you. Yeah. But probably a little less. I, I played, played like the, 10 games. A lot less than. Okay. I played... Did I even play a game? I played the tutorial. <laughs> like I downloaded it, and then I couldn't beat the tutorial, so I, I got rid it's of it. It's just Octopath Traveler right now, and I found out that I can have a effing companion for that last fight, so I need to go back, get a companion... And then do that last fight. It'll mm-hmm. be a lot easier then, I guess. Uh, Dark Souls Bonfire is going to be in Dishonored. Well, it has been found in Dishonored. Death of the Outsider DLC. You excited for this, Scott? You get to play two of your favorite games at once. Every every game that has a Dark Souls Easter egg in it is a game that I end up like really enjoying. For whatever reason. I love the Dishonored series. Overwatch has a Dark Souls Bonfire in it at Eichenwald. Like, I think it's just, if people are fans of From Software, they're good people. That's, that's what it is. I've opened up the floodgates for another email. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, I got one. Oh, uh, go for it. Go for it. Swear he's making a new game. It's on. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's on Fig, which is the kind of more weird, it's, obscure Kickstarter that you can invest in. Is it the Cat Murder Mystery Game? right yes. yes all right quick aside to that do you guys did i tell you about what what game swery wanted to make that got that had been passed on by a lot of publishers no it was a detective game or a game about a high school detective female that got clues in some sort of supernatural sense by pleasuring herself yep okay now i do remember this <laughs> definitely don't remember that conversation just it's one of those things you block out <laughs> yep so so when i heard about this game i was like wait wait what is this the same thing now there's only cats like did you just replace the bad part with like oh there's gonna be cats oh now she's just petting the cat <laughs> <laughs> symbolism <laughs> fucking swear yeah uh that's a thing though it's it's here in a new form, I huh. guess. I don't know. I don't uh, think you're a detective. You're a writer, right? It doesn't really matter about that part, does it? It's about the cat <laughs> petting. <laughs> Shit. 
Gosh. Um, <laughs> where, where is my sense of like uh, gutter brain gone? Because I didn't even think of that. Like, well, all right. Anyways, uh, do you have anything else? Yeah, there was uh, the new Final Fantasy is going to be influenced thanks to Zelda Breath of the Wild. So, so that means instead of having like bro road trip, it's now going to be solo road trip. Why don't you just say bro trip? Broad trip? Yeah. Road trip with the protagonist? Yeah. Because everyone's so. favorite protagonist. That edgelord. I mean, that's Prompto. That's everyone's favorite protagonist in that game. Prompt bro? <laughs> Why are you missing all these, like, bro portmanteaus? I was pro- about to portman say. bros. You should play Broforce again, good sir. Oh my uh, goodness, those guys would show up on Broforce. That'd be awesome. <laughs> I, I, think, I think my play of uh, West of Loathing has completely drained me of all... All puns or pun use that would do that um i might get sierra to play that game i feel like it's right up her alley I being, being an actual puzzle game <laughs> <laughs> sort it, I mean, of it, it's kind of more having adventure. puzzle elements it's more of a puzzle game than say borderlands is <laughs> <laughs> and definitely more of a puzzle game than bioshock I mean, <laughs> if, if you think about puzzle games being that you need to figure out what it is that you do to progress to the next part of the game Anything could be a puzzle game. Yeah, I just don't respect the identification of a puzzle game being, which gun do I use to solve the problem? Where do I shoot? What do I shoot to solve the problem? Do I shoot them from far away or close up? How do I murder these people? (laughs) I can't seem to find the glowy bit. (laughs) It's, uh, what is it? It's the trolley problem. But just with guns. <laughs> are we are we talking about the uh, where you have like five victims on one track and, and one on the, the other? Switch? Yeah, or or you push the fat man depending on how the trolley problem is. Or you just uh, you just have your trolley drift and hit everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Multi track drifting. <laughs> the best one I ever have seen um, came from a friend of mine who found Kierkegaard's uh, trolley problem and like. Kierkegaard's known for his whole like life is suffering kind of philosophy and so it's like you're on the train track and someone else is on the train track oh no wait no it's even better there's one where it's just the the trolley will do a super sick loop-de-loop but then you have to live with the eternal suffering of being alive or you can have it just run you over and end your miserable existence but then you don't get to see a sick (laughs) (laughs) loop-de-loop those trolley problems are the best things Uh. Uh, something I'm actually excited for that I'm not going to ever experience. Uh, Tekken 7 has Tekken Bowling in it. Were you guys a fan of Tekken Tag Tournament too? Wait, or Tekken so Tag Tournament? Is it like punch-punch-kick combo to roll your ball? or? Nah, man, it's just bowling. It's just the bowling game it's inside like, Tekken. It's like dead or alive volleyball. Yeah. Except okay. this one is like... Uh, a legit bowling game. It's, well, and also it like hides the perversion just a little better than uh what the fuck is dead or alive dead or alive yeah is not a game about volleyball or fighting it's about it had such a deep deep volleyball game like you just had to make sure to set right if your set was all off that was it yeah you didn't get that good camera angle you you just pick (laughs) you just pick (laughs) can't you just pick male characters and get over that aspect of the game no oh no the the male characters are still eye candy it's just there's were there male characters in extreme beach volleyball i guess i don't know the only dead or alive game i've ever actually played was was, the rumble roses 
what, there was one for the DS at one point in time. Rumble Roses, wasn't it? it, it maybe that's it what was it the was. wrestling one, right? But there was definitely no, no, it, it was wasn't the wrestling, wrestling one where it was just all pleasure positions. Rumble Roses no, though, is not. Uh, is it not Dead or Alive? It's, it's not, not Dead, Dead or Alive. Alive. It's oh, a different company. No, well, it was, was it was a combat game, kind of like Tekken. And uh, I just remember that you know all the dudes are shirtless, but there's not much in the way of ab physics. I mean, so you can you can see where their preferences lie, or where they're, we where they're trying the show, to get the Lizzie. customer base. Oh uh-huh, yes. When, when you're looking at when you're looking at some Mad Pecs, when you're looking at Cookie's Mad Pecs, are you looking at his bicep? Wait, bicep? Yeah, <laughs> biceps, <laughs> his pecs, or his abs? Like what? What's the draw? The whole package. Ooh. <laughs> oh, she's so nice because she's probably thinking when you look at Cookie's sweet muscles, <laughs> like. First thing that I did was like hit my belly and she probably just imagined it like doing like the slow motion super jiggle. <laughs> I call him uh, Santa Claus when he laughs because his belly moves like you would picture Santa's. Do you have a hearty like chuckle too? Yes. Or I do. Laugh? Okay. Guys, I, I fucking was trying to get on dress pants yesterday <laughs> that, I wore, <laughs> that I wore last Christmas. With ease, and I was just like, "Holy fuck!" I'm gonna have to lay down on my bed to get this on. Oh no! And then I proceeded to not take those pants off <laughs> for the entire day, just because I was like, "It's gonna be a pain in the ass to have to unbuckle these." Did you have a pee. waistband mark just permanently? Yeah, I probably still indented. have it. Um, if it makes you feel any better for the wedding, I had two options of dress shirt to be wearing for the suit rental that I had. You, One you option with the French cuff, right? Uh, always go French cuff. No, these it was a suit rental, I'm and so I didn't have uh, cufflink jewelry, and so I couldn't use make the it, French look, the French cuff French option. Cuffs. Okay, anyway, so just make it French cuffs. You should let me finish, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna let me finish, and I had two shirt options. One of them was the neck was gonna be like an inch and a half too large, and so it just does that weird like thing where it buckles outward and you can see the big gap and then with a tie it looks really frumpy but yeah, the sleeves fit perfect or the other option was the shirt that was actually the right fit on the body and the neck but then the arms weren't an inch and a half too short because oh, that's the, a men's extra decision. small only comes in a 31 sleeve and I'm like a 34 and so I just extra had to extra small yeah, yeah, a men's extra small, and so you're too tall for an extra small. That's exactly that's right. Yes, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. Why are you like doing your shirts in like small, medium, or large? Well, we're, we're boys. We use actual numbers to describe our clothing. But the, but the smallest <laughs> neck size they make for men is in the 14s, and my neck is like a 13 and a half. And so, or maybe a thirteen. I have a skinny little chicken neck. Like, what to say? It's really small. Yeah, my yeah, my neck's need, really thin. You need to stop like worrying about your vegan breakfast burritos and other hipster like food and start get some just KFC. eating spoon spoonfuls of peanut butter. Like, let me tell you what. Like, I've learned a lot about gaining weight this last year. Apparently, <laughs> so I, I've got I've got some tricks for you. I've got tricks. Um, I ended up just rolling up the sleeves, so I got to be the one guy who who looks like. Oh, I'm such a rebel with my rolled sleeves. And Were, was it just that's the way to go? A shirt? No, I had a I had a suit coat, and so for the pictures, it wasn't a problem because no, that's a problem if no, you can't see your sleeve. Like, yes, that no, is no, no, a super no. big problem. Not, not everybody had their cuffs slightly in front of the suit coat like they should have, 
and so it was fine. It doesn't look great. Hold, hold on. What, what you're telling me is that you, you can commit a fashion travesty because other people are committing the same travesty. I'm well, the, but, only, I'm the only one who can appreciate Milanese tailors fun. are turning over in their grave right now. <laughs> and you're just making them turn harder, okay? My hands were tied. There was not much more for me to do. I understood the not gravity the of my situation, <laughs> and I compromised. Not wear the jacket. Wear the jacket over one shoulder the entire time. Oh, I took a shot like that. Good. That's the only way to do it at that point. When, you're, when your sleeves are rolled up, I've got one shirt that is too short for the arms mm. as well. So that's the only way I can wear that shirt. But I'll never wear it with the jacket because yeah. fuck that. If it makes you feel uh, any better too, or if, it, if it'll make these Milanese tailors roll any further, the ties weren't tie your own tie. They were the pre-tied like loop it around your neck and then tighten it. Ooh. It didn't even tighten tight enough to actually fit my neck size either. <laughs> so I had to like prop it up where there was enough friction to keep it into place so it didn't sag. So last wedding I was actually in, they were like, and here's the bow tie that you're going to be wearing. Yeah. And it was actually, no, it wasn't even a bow tie. It was just like a regular like clip on tie. Mm-hmm. And I was like, nah, man, I got a black tie at home. Yeah. Just keep that shit. To anybody, like, I got to give it to you. I'm like, no, 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 no. To anybody who invites me to a wedding, let me wear my own dress clothes. They actually fit me. Right. They're they're tailored to my body, which is the entire all sorts of, of dress of clothes. Weird, <laughs> awful dimensions. So. <laughs> when you go to a, when you go to a thing to get a new shirt, does the guy have to measure measure you like twice because he doesn't believe anything? I made the like the lady who measured me for this. I actually ended up correcting some of her measurements. I was like, these are wrong these are just not gonna work at all like i wear a 30 jean you can't put me in a 34 waist dress pant (laughs) it's not gonna work and then she was like oh i'm terribly sorry sir i didn't realize you were gay (laughs) (laughs) i have to do that too scott it's like for my neck i'm a 16 neck size i feel bad about that joke now because i'm actually the type of person that knows my cuff or my sleeve length and neck size as well well that's, that's the ceiling yeah. that's that's a super useful thing to know but but like legitimately that's how i that that the like the perception i get from people at work in tuxedo rental places are like i think everybody likes roomy suits like nobody like for some fucking reason people in the tux and suit rental business are always 10 years behind in fashion or at least like in sensible fashion i think Part of the issue is, at least from my experience and knowing um, a little bit of context about it, working in that industry for a couple of years back in high school, it's like I was to- oh, totally, right. yeah, I was totally aware of the flaws of it. But I'm not changing our product line, so you just like do the best <laughs> you can with inferior tools and resources. So, so it's probably their stock, like they're their they're stock, equipped yeah. for. <clears throat> You know, for roomy ass suits that well, look terrible and have always looked it's, terrible. It's rental, so they're equipped for people of all sorts of shapes and sizes. And you always want to have more room than less room for people. I always have less room. Yeah, I, I mean, always have less room. My yeah, stuff I always do less room. Yeah. Like you need to. You might feel uncomfortable, but you're gonna you're gonna look you're gonna great. look better. Yeah, <laughs> like men's warehouse. You might feel like shit, but you're gonna look great. <laughs> <laughs> I'll you squeeze into that. Yeah, you need. <laughs> I'd a, squeeze into that. I don't know. You, even the like corsets for men, slim fit <laughs> stuff I had could have been a slimmer fit. Like I'm not the skinniest person alive. You sure? So, yeah, yeah. There are people smaller than me. I, I think we actually 
found your name in the book of Guinness World <laughs> Records. <laughs> the Guinness Book of World Records. No. I, I hate to cut our time short, but we're looking pretty close at the time when you need to get going, I think. Yes, we are. And uh, I, I love our podcast listeners, but... You know, I I got other stuff to do, yeah. guys. I, Let we, me go. We need to do some reshooting from the sounds of it, so I have to get going, too. Uh, if you have questions, comments, or concerns, you can contact us at po- the podcast at fancyramen.com. Also, like and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and wherever else you get your uh, podcasts from. And the most important thing that you can do is... Please tell a friend. That is how we get the majority of our listeners for this podcast. Spread the word. Spread the love. Fancy ramen forever. Oh, I forgot to do my ramen review this week. Next week. Okay, yeah. <laughs> ramen review coming next week. Sorry about uh, that, Until guys. then, hold your breath. <laughs> <laughs> Lizzie, it's been great to have you on. Thank you. It's been good. Bye. Bye. Bye.